Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. Hello, welcome to A Couple of Flicks. I'm Tristan. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. And we finally at last come to our Snoop Dogg, our Snoop Dogg uh, right. special. Here we um, go. Yeah, it took, us, it took us a little time. You know, we had to, it, we'll get to the why, you know, but, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a long time coming. It's, there's been a lot of buildup. So, you know, gotta gotta deliver on the special stuff but you know before we get into what i just said yeah (laughs) yeah indeed yeah yeah exactly you know because you know hood of horrors i think the average person would agree it leaves you thirsty for more um but anyway so before we get into that uh do you guys want to talk about anything you've seen recently uh I finally saw French Dispatch. Oh, cool. Lucky. <laughs> or is it out now on streaming right now? Yeah, it's on streaming and the Blu-ray's out now too. Oh, okay. Shit, I gotta see that. Yeah. It's not my favorite Wes Anderson, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah. Like Wes Anderson's already got a lot going on, and for him to do an anthology, it was just like it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even when Wes Anderson is telling one story, it's he always it's always a lot to take in. So, I mean, yeah. So, so that times triple is basically French Dispatch. Yeah, yeah. the format was pretty cool though, like newspaper articles. So, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I really love. I think that's kind of, in my opinion, the stuff that was happening at the newspaper was really like that was the that was sort of what kept me like really captivated. And it it cut back enough to it, like it cut cut to it often enough that it just it it really it kind of felt like that was sort of like the main story, really, you know. But like it, it still like the the I liked the first story a lot. The first story was really cool, you know. And if that had been like a feature length movie, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of would have liked to see it instead of like it's different writers doing something, like maybe one writer going to these different people or something like that. I don't know. It'd still yeah. be a lot <laughs> either way. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that being pretty funny though. Um, yeah, it's it's worth seeing. I plan on seeing it. I love Wes Anderson, so. Yeah. Did you watch anything? Me, I I watched uh, The Matrix. Finally, I got got to it. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. What do you, do you want to share your thoughts? Or? I didn't think it was that bad. Excellent. All right. <laughs> like the That's the fair. act the the most disappointing thing definitely was the action. Like yeah, fight scenes were garbage. Any anything action related was just look like shit i don't know why how they yeah. did that why they did because like you know the first one's known for its awesome action scenes what happened <laughs> like they obviously didn't get the same people to choreograph or whatever i'm assuming so 
Yeah. It's not like yeah. Keanu Reeves can't do that. He's still yeah. doing John Wick. So. Right? He's still <laughs> doing crazy shit in that. Yeah, so... I don't know what happened, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to think it was an intentional choice. I, I don't think it was, but um, I I'm still I'm wondering though because I mean, like a lot of action movies these days have been sort of disappointing, like that. Like it, maybe it's just me, but it kind of feels like a lot of action movies these days like don't have the same sort of like they don't have the same punch that they used to. Like movies, like action movies in the '80s and and '90s. Like, and I'm not going to say that those either of those decades had like nothing but masterpieces you know but i i felt like a lot of 80s and 90s action movies had a real sense of like momentum and gravity to them and even the mate the first three matrix movies like still had that kind of thing as well but this one has the same kind of issue that a lot of action movies today have is that just the fight scenes sort of don't feel like it didn't feel like there was much much at stake you know but um at least for me, but putting the, oh yeah. I, was like, I think like lower budget movies have better action scenes than the big budget stuff nowadays. Yeah. I was wondering yeah. about the budget of this movie. <laughs> some of yeah. it, like also the CG and shit looked pretty shitty as well in some parts. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I can't, I have no idea what the budget was. I'm curious. Um, but uh I think also, um, well, okay, putting the action aside, um, like, what were your thoughts about everything else? I loved basically everything else. <laughs> it was pretty okay. cool. Okay, like, that's good. Uh, I loved the meta shit. I wish they just went in hard with that, even harder than they did. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, like, it was just interesting. But I was, I was, of course, confused at a lot of Matrixy type shit, like, yeah and i think they could have made this into maybe like two movies i don't know if they're doing more or not but like <laughs> like the, the the characters in the real world that were saving neo from the matrix this time i didn't have any connection to them at all like yeah they didn't set them up they were just kind of there and shit so i was just really only caring about you know neo and trinity so that was kind of a letdown in there yeah. uh, but like why did they need to save him? I don't know specifically. Maybe they said something, but it seemed like, you know, the, the real world was doing well in that new IO place. They're growing yeah. strawberries and shit. They were peaceful with the machines. Yeah. They had some peace packed. I don't like, why were they, why were they wanting Neo out? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not quite sure what. Because it's like it's no longer the one. Now it has to be like a pair of people mm-hmm. who are working together, which is cool. But I'm not quite sure what they're working together for. Like I don't know it for the betterment of mankind. But if mankind is already coexisting with the robots, it, well, or maybe I mean humans are kind of using the machines as f- uh, familiars, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, they had some robot friends and shit. <laughs> yeah um yeah the second the the middle part of the movie is the part that i have like the most issue with only because i had trouble following it like it was sort of the same issue that i had with the other movies as well but this one it felt it was weird because it kind of felt like there was a lot going on and it for like a movie that's over that's almost two and a half hours it like it kind of felt like a lot of the really interesting stuff was condensed a little bit like 
I love the mirror stuff. I, I really would have loved to have seen them. Yeah, that was cool. More. Yeah. And uh, the, the thing with the robot familiars, like it was kind of cool that they used the robots to sort of um, take Trinity out and, oh, spoiler, whatever, uh, take Trinity out and kind of set up like a situation where they can eject her in a way that wouldn't kill her while Neo kind of pulled her out and all that stuff. And, I, and the third part of the movie, even though the, the chase scene didn't touch the car pileup scene in Matrix Reloaded, it was there were some cool ideas and some original. Yeah, ideas. I liked the bodies that were dive bombing. <laughs> that was cool. That was really intriguing. Um, because I at first thought it's like, oh, that's really messed up. But then it's like, well, okay, but in real life, <laughs> we use drones <laughs> and yeah. we have used like machine bomb technology before. Like it's it's not that I mean, it makes sense that if we can do that with the machines and the machines find some you know battery use for mankind and are able to create simulated versions of, a, of them that they can just use as weaponry if they want to like it makes sense that they would do that so like that concept was like whoa that's a new idea um so that was cool yeah that's a that's a good example um i like seeing trinity do her bicycle kick again that was cool yeah, yeah. that was nice <laughs> that, that made me happy um it was interesting that niobe kind of turned into her her superior from the third movie the, the second and third movie who was always like trying to take charge and he was kind of the big douchebag and she sort of ended up kind of busting his balls a little bit by lending her her ship to neo and trinity which then they ended up trashing it so i guess now i sort of now when i think about that now i understand why she kind of turned into a giant um you know maniacal angry lady who kind of goes against the hero a little bit but not enough to sort of destroy the plot what do you think yeah. of the merovingian <laughs> the what the merovingian what do you think of him like, Who, who's which one's that the guy w when they went the first time back in to get trinity and he's that one dude in the warehouse who he looks like that he's like that crazy french like homeless dude who's like oh right those dudes like, I, don't, I was confused yeah, like, what were those i didn't remember like that a, he was a discarded um, program who is essentially malformed. Okay. <laughs> like, and, that was cool. I mean, I that was interesting, but that fight scene was probably the worst <laughs> with all yeah. of them. Like there was like just a shot of like them just kind of standing around, just kind of throwing punches and shit. Like yeah, really poorly. And I was like, this is bad. <laughs> it was shot. It was edited so quick to make it look like they. But yeah, they couldn't they couldn't cover the fact that it was like these people were barely even hitting, hitting each other. Like, yeah. It was really weird. See the yeah. uh, red letter media's half in the bag for that one. Yeah, yeah, that's what made me watch yet. it. Basically, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. They tore that scene apart. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah, I I knew they reviewed it, but I, lo I saw the runtime and it was like almost an hour or something. I'm like, ugh. Yep okay I'll, I'll i'll wait on that for a for a little while you know but um yeah i liked it. how they they did say they should have called it rebooted <laughs> yeah <laughs> which would make more yeah. sense totally yeah i agree yeah um yeah i don't know if you have any more thoughts about it at the top of your head or yeah i thought well i mean i think they probably should have made it into two like the first one them yeah. setting up the characters the new characters and saving neo and then maybe the second one would be saving trinity and shit yes. like that. 
Uh, you know, that would have been cool. I think if I if I had made it, I would have focused a lot more on the psychological potential there of living in the matrix, but not knowing for sure. And just kind of leading, like just going with that and just like waiting, you know, building yeah. up the, yeah. And also <laughs> it, would have, it would have been more like, like a part in the animatrix only like to feature, like it would have been more in line with what they were going for in that. So that would have been, I don't know. I would have liked that. So. And I liked how they like shat on the them having to make this movie. <laughs> yeah. That was funny shit. That was funny. I, I did like those the montage. I liked I liked a lot of that stuff. What, oh, did you like Neil Patrick Harris? Oh yeah, he was great. He was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. Yeah. I liked watching him getting beat like busted up at the end. Yeah, right? at the that end. Was, yeah. That was interesting. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The she kicked his jaw off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't they like shank him in the throat too or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah, the Matrix movies don't mess around. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd watch it again, but I, I gotta, I gotta. I'm still processing it. I really, I really don't know how to feel about the the movie overall because I did, I really didn't hate it. I, I just, yeah, I, like I don't think it deserves the level of vile that it's receiving. Yeah, that's what I was because I went in with real low expectations, like even before it was released. Then everyone's saying it was shit, just lowered him even further. And then yeah. I went in and watched it and had a good time. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe a little long, but like, yeah, good, fun. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, the dialogues at parts sucked and shit like that. But I'm also sort of still kind of wondering how to feel about the reuse of footage. Like, I guess it's not. I liked that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> because in a way, like you could say, like, okay, these are like maybe it's video game footage but then you could also say or maybe these are his memories that he was trying to recreate like i, I don't know it's maybe it's about that but then uh, but then it gets confusing when they start to actually use the literal footage like i mean i i it was still interesting though to sort of i mean i don't know i, I don't know how to feel about it i guess i guess it's the same way i feel about the second and third one and also my dad he saw this movie in the theater and he actually liked it more than the sequels. So I at this moment I do. Like I'd have yeah. to probably rewatch the sequels, but like like coming out of the sequels, I was disappointed on both of them. And I only yeah. maybe watched them once when they came out on DVD. And it's right. been so long since I've seen them. But I like this one right out of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike the other two. <laughs> yeah, I think uh maybe have it maybe the lowered expectations help a lot like maybe yeah. yeah i think the average person needs just needs to find a little bit more of a neutral platitude with these movies just because like yeah. like all like really all all of them have issues you know but it's just yeah that's just how it's for the yeah. first one <laughs> yeah i mean the, the first film i guess one could argue this structurally you know having one plot going and then throwing into you into another one might put uh, some people off but i don't know i don't know anybody it worked i thought it works though so. yeah <laughs> yeah the first film's great um and it, it's and it's aged really well honestly it really yeah is. i was like that was one thing too when they were showing the footage i was like what the fuck? This sh this shit looks better than what we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> this old footage looks better than this fucking garbage we're watching now. What the fuck happened in twenty years? Yeah, the color scheme was gone. It, it like it, it definitely fuck? looked noticeably lower quality, which is unusual. Like I, I don't know. 
I just I don't know. It it did kind of make me want to just rewatch the other movies. Yes, <laughs> me too. It made me want to yeah. watch the first one again. I was like, oh, this I remember that shit. That was great. Yeah. I'm telling you, Lana Wachowski. She she did it on purpose. She's trying to. I think she did. People off. Yeah. I think like, she I did. Think... I think she was just fucking with everyone on this movie. Yeah. Like I I kind of think in a way there's like a weird prank quality to which I kind of admire. I do too. Absolutely. <laughs> I think yeah. she did it on purpose, especially with that whole like warner brothers like because i guess warner brothers was actually going to go through with it and gave her that ultimatum of we're going to do it with or without you so she said okay i'll do it yeah which is interesting like she and also i guess like her her, i guess she had some family tragedy like her parents died or something so like there's and so i think she was also kind of grieving through making this as well i remember seeing an interview where she said something like that so yeah yeah i heard that yeah anyway interesting stuff um yeah no i i like it um but okay i i should probably quickly talk about what i saw um just off the top of my head um i did watch this the english uh horror movie uh censor oh Um, i want to see that it's been on my list i actually found it really scary um it's it's very very slow um you kind of have to wait for like a good hour before a whole lot happens but i thought the payoff was like i don't know like it really creeped me out um and and i was surprised by uh i was actually surprised by by how affected i was by like once it was over i was like you know um pretty good ending yeah yeah oh yeah you saw it right yeah 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 did you like it overall yeah i thought it was pretty good yeah yeah, I'd say it's worth watching. So. Yeah, definitely. Damn, yeah, I do want to see it on my list. Did it come out this year? Yes. Because I, I got to I gotta watch some movies that came out this year. I haven't seen many. All right, yeah, see if you can track it down. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think it might be on Shutter or something. Okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's it's worth watching. I really liked it, so... All right, so I guess I guess we got to talk about these Snoop, these Snoop Dogg pictures. Um, so yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, so it's uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see how this goes, but I'd say yeah. Well, let's start with your choice, Zach. Um, yeah, because yeah, we gotta we gotta wade in slowly. <laughs> so my choice was the wash, two thousand one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And why and just out of curiosity, why why did you choose this one? Uh I don't think I've seen Dr. Dre in many things, so I was curious about that too. Yeah, that was the part that I was most compelled by as well. It's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he was kind of he was the main character. So yeah. Yeah. That I was uh, that I didn't expect, but I it's like whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm just going to read the plot summary here. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sean, Dr. Dre, and D-Loke, Snoop Dogg, are roommates who have not paid their rent and their landlords given them a three-day eviction notice. Uh, To make matters worse, Sean has just lost his job at Foot Locker due to a layoff, which was the whole intro of the movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't really get that. I was just like, it felt like a music video they were putting for in front of the credits. I didn't yeah. know that was like, I didn't know that was a part of the story until like he said, "Oh yeah, I worked at Foot Locker." Yeah, yeah, they so, get that out of the way immediately. <laughs> it's like okay, should have just had that as a scene before the credits, but whatever. Yeah, would have yeah. made it less confusing, yeah. but that's all right. Yeah, uh, and his car has a boot on it as well. So Delok suggests his roommate stop by the same car wash where he works and apply for work there. Yeah. Sean is immediately hired as assistant manager uh, with Chris, played by Eminem, have been fired the day before. Yeah, this yeah, is pretty much the... I love oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, that. That was my favorite part of the movie was Eminem. Um, yeah, at first and- I didn't like... They didn't really say like it was Chris that was doing these because he he's prank calling him and then prank calling the boss throughout the movie. I was like, oh hey, it's Eminem being crazy. That's cool. I didn't notice realize it was it was the employee they fired for Dre. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. get mentioned till the end. I don't think. Yeah, no. <laughs> it doesn't even get become important <laughs> until the end. No, yeah. I was just like, why is Eminem calling yeah, thought- him and threatening him? What, what's going on here? <laughs> just thought it was like a running gag that they're gonna do yeah because this movie was supposed to be a comedy I yeah. Didn't really, yeah i didn't really laugh at all no it was no, a fine you know. fine little story of what friends and whatever with snoop dogg and dre but i didn't laugh that much i would say there was comedic potential in this plot yeah i, definitely. I would go that far <laughs> yeah um, yeah i thought it was gonna be like a straight buddy stoner comedy movie but yeah <laughs> yeah for like 90 percent of the movie snoop dogg and dr dre hated each other yeah yeah so it's like there's no comedy there no well maybe for some people but i didn't I find mean, anything that funny I mean, they, yeah. there could have been but they weren't really like you know doing any funny jokes they're just snoop dogg was pissed at you know dre and yeah. dre was pissed at snoop dogg yeah it's like they sleep with each other's like i mean they just they like he sleeps with like his girlfriend or something like and snoop dogg is just trying to get high yeah (laughs) selling at selling at the car wash yeah (laughs) which is (laughs) i mean i guess i guess i guess i should have expected that (laughs) but um but up until up until the conflict starts happening um for literally pretty much no reason other than to have something happen in this movie i guess um i i wasn't minding this movie like i i thought it you know it could have been leading somewhere so yeah it could have been so much better (laughs) yeah and pretty pretty much nothing happens in it throughout the rest of it until the end and it's like okay and and also like there there were there were also just a lot of cool cameos too yeah I like the cameos that I did yeah. appreciate. Polly Shore was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that was funny shit. Yeah, Polly that was maybe one too. of the only jokes. <laughs> yeah, when they opened yeah. the truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but correct me if I'm wrong, but the story of this movie only takes place over the course of like a couple days or something. Three days. Three yeah. days. Okay. Because they got that three-day eviction notice and. Okay. They're, he was just trying to work to get that money to pay it. Did they ever right. pay it? I don't, I don't remember. 
I don't think that was said. The way it ended, it, they, they didn't really just like, ended there. That <laughs> seems like the main plot point. But then it's like, oh, we'll do this other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Tommy anyway, Chong. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, yeah. that was good. <laughs> I actually, I was like, is that Tommy Chong? He looks so different. It sounded like him. It looked a lot like him, but I was like, I still had to check IMDb. <laughs> is that actually him? Or yeah. is it just someone playing him? Yeah, I thought the same thing at first, too. Then the voice, was... I'm like, it's gotta be, yeah. Yeah, the voice, but still, it looked so okay. much different. <laughs> I so, don't know why. Okay, so so this marks how many to- Tommy Chong appearances on this on this podcast like um because i know he was in evil bong and then wasn't he in something else that we watched or maybe i'm thinking of he might have been yeah well i guess i don't know maybe we'll it'll come to us but um that was funny though like he was the guy who sold them he's like i can't sell you no what did he say yeah he he couldn't he's he couldn't sell snoop weed directly but he would right selling pipes or bongs with weed free given to him yeah which is what people are doing today and to bypass like certain actual legal retail shops and shit yeah pretty much like i know one of my friends in boston there's like a company that sells t-shirts for 250 bucks or something you'll get like an ounce (laughs) that's hilarious yeah um but yeah there um do you want to keep reading the plot summary or yeah were you gonna say something oh uh i don't remember but yeah do oh oh tommy chung did you find did you figure anything like if he was in something else we watched or or uh, am i just I crazy not that i can see okay i'm just crazy then <laughs> no, it definitely um, seemed like he was in a few but yeah. yeah well at least he was in this one uh, yeah <laughs> lighten, lighten the mood of these bummed out bros basically yeah. yeah i think okay so the ending that whole plot before we get to it it reminded yeah. me of the the end of good burger <laughs> yeah like it was the exact same plot <laughs> I, I mean does snoop dog like good burger i wonder <laughs> Probably. Like that might be a Google question. Hey Siri <laughs> or, or uh, Alexa or whatever. Like somebody could ask that question. You know, if anybody at home's watching, ask 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 her if Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah, ask her if Snoop Dogg likes Good Burger, starring Keenan. I don't remember Good Burger. I I know I watched it, but I don't remember. I was so young when I watched it. Yeah, I think I saw it on Nickelodeon. When it I mean, I liked the skits. Nickelodeon, shit, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah it released it on Blu ray last year. I was like, oh. what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> nuts. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Do you have it? it? Yeah. It did, doesn't <laughs> age too well, but. Yeah. Still good for uh, nostalgia, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Nostalgia. Like the Three Ninjas. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say a joke that Tommy Chong was a part of. Uh yeah. he was gonna charge him five thousand for all the weed, but then there's like Snoop was like, nah, five hundred. <laughs> and then he just gave him all of it for five hundred instead. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, shit, you're trying to upsell him bad. That was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. It's like the yeah. little bike he was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, all oh, my nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh yeah. Okay. So the ending. Or wait, did you want to keep reading the plot summary, or did you just want to like? Yeah, I'll keep reading. It okay. Kind of just skips the whole middle of the movie. But oh, okay. Well, then never. I mind. mean, not much yeah. happens. So. Yeah. Just right, people cool. at a car wash, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Doesn't he put um, Windex on uh, whose tires was it? Um, One of the other characters does, yeah. Yeah. It was on Ludacris's tires. Yeah. That's it. That was what I was trying to think of. Yeah, that was funny. I laughed at that. Ludacris was like, yo, he put Windex on my tires. It was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that because I don't think they've done much music together. Exhibit oh, yeah. was there too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exhibit was in this movie. <laughs> I was waiting for a pimp my ride reference, but I don't know if that's too early. <laughs> two thousand one. I don't know. Maybe I think that was too early. I think pimp yeah. my ride might have been the next, the following year, 2000, 2002. I think that's when pimp my ride was. I don't know. Hey Alexa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, all right. So yeah, you can keep reading. Yeah. Though D. Loke has the full amount for the rent from dealing drugs on the side, he refuses to pay, insisting Sean needs to be responsible and come up with his half. Sean does his best to impress Mr. Washington, the owner of the car wash, so he can hold his job long enough to come up with his half of the rent. Uh, at first, things go fine, but then D. Loke is caught on tape stealing. Mr. Washington tells Sean he must decide what to do including firing his roommate. What did he steal? We don't know. It just said supplies. supplies. Yeah, that's all they said was supplies. Like, what yeah. does Snoop need in a car wash? <laughs> I know, that's what I'm curious about. Like, what was, like that, I guess that's just going to be forever a mystery. Like Marcellus Wallace's suitcase. Yeah. yeah. What were the supplies that Snoop Dogg need? Or not Snoop Dogg. Um, the Loke. Um, What's but, in the box? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Sean tries to help d and act more responsible, but this creates friction between them. Um, so then it just skips right to the kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, they're hating on each other. I say it was warranted on both ends, but... yeah. And uh, both characters are kind of dicks. Yeah, <laughs> um, they both yeah. needed to chill out. They both needed to smoke some of that yeah. weed and chill out. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for like, considering how Snoop Dogg and and company, you know, considering you know what we all know they do, there's surprisingly little um, actual recreational use in this. It kind of just, I mean, it hints at it. It's not like it's not in it, but it's very. Do they like do it quite a bit? I'd say they do it quite a bit. I don't, I don't know. It didn't feel like it to me. Like, yeah, more than maybe, you'd, less than you'd expect from Snoop yeah, Dogg. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, less than you. Yeah, less than I would expect for a movie about people working at a car wash. Really? Yeah. I, guess I mean, he got <laughs> Dre got pissed at Snoop for smoking on the job and shit. Yeah, like, that's true. He said, "Just be more discreet about." It. Like that's one thing. Like that was driven. You know, putting friction between them is that he was the boss. Snoop yeah. referred him and now he's the boss of Snoop so yeah I mean he wasn't liking that but 
Snoop is I also mean, being I, a bad employee. So it's like, come on, man, chill out. That's true. And really, like, I guess, I guess the standard. I I need to lower my standards because I think the standard that I'm working at, as far as like a movie where people just sit around doing nothing but smoking weed, at this point, might be Evil Bong. <laughs> so, because <laughs> that movie was pretty much just it's just nothing but almost, you know. Um, yeah. but yeah. Um, whatever. <clears throat> uh, so yeah it skips all the car wash shenanigans okay. uh, I'll, I'll say some of the car around. wash shenanigans there was well one of them was they tried to do bikini washes and shit yeah, yeah. and then um, another <laughs> cameo Shaq he shows up and yeah. knocks the fuck out of someone yeah. that was funny I laughed oh yeah okay so Shaquille and then he looked at the camera here. too yeah. he looked right at the fucking camera and yeah. Here's my here's my question for both of you guys. What was Shaquille O'Neal's best performance? Was it in Sh- Shazam? Um, uh, whatever that stupid Iron, whatever Steel. that movie was. Oh, Steel, Steel. yeah. Um, it, or this? What was this. Shaquille O'Neal's best performance? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I would> agree. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> See, like he was actually trying to act in this. Exactly, that's what made it work. <laughs> yeah. You know, whereas surprisingly, yeah. Whereas in you know the Kazam movie, he's like, "Whoa, I'm Kazam," and in Steel, he's like, "I'm Steel." <laughs> yeah, sucks. But in this, yeah, he at least punches somebody out, which is more badass than anything he does in those movies. Anyway, so. I mean, unless you consider filling a room full of candy to be more badass than pass- than punching somebody <laughs> out. I mean, actually, I guess I do now that I think about it. You know, Santa Claus, what a douchebag. Mr. Washington is kidnapped at gunpoint by two clueless and angry local thugs, mm-hmm. one, one of whom is played by DJ Pooh. The director. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Surprise cameo. He's like the modern day Alfred Hitchcock. And this sure. happened one hour, 10 minutes into like a one hour, 30 minute Yeah. Movie. Like, all right, yeah. I, I don't know what to do here. Let's just throw in this other plot to wrap it <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Which I appreciated because finally something happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was the one that was like the dumb one, but that that guy was kind of funny. Yeah, he. I think yeah. he, that was him. Yeah. The whole like thing on the phone, like hey, what? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. phone called. <laughs> they like hung up and called back to untrace their number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was the funniest part of the movie was that character. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's the only reason he made it was so that he could prove to the world that he was funnier than Snoop Dogg. So. <laughs> good good for him i guess uh they call the car wash with their demands unaware of caller id which reveals their location (laughs) Uh, instead of calling police sean and delo put aside their differences long enough to rescue their boss Uh, the crisis worsens when former assistant manager chris i guess it just cuts right to this too (laughs) oh okay uh 
Chris shows up with an AK-47 wanting revenge on Mr. Washington for firing him. Chris shoots one of the kidnappers, then shoots up the car wash and runs out of ammunition. Sean attacks Chris, but loses the battle and falls down. Before he could kill Mr. Washington, security officer Dwayne steps in and handcuffs Chris. Uh, when all is over, Sean and Deloke walk off. As Sean tells Deloke, he's trying his best to pay his half of the rent, but first he has to take the boot off his car. Yeah. <laughs> they went into detail in that last scene. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. skipped over the rest of the movie. Like that was like a minute long scene of them coming and shooting people up. And, yeah. yeah. That's so strange. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. That, there was a there was a part in between where where that happened. Yeah, so they go to rescue him, and they, like, use their female friends to, uh, what, distract the kidnappers yeah. or whatever? They yeah. straight, straight up just leave the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just run out, and the security guard is there, and he, I don't know, drives why them back to the wash. <laughs> yeah, they, why would kidnappers leave a house where their kidnapped back victim is, like, one person should at least be there. One oh, was guess. there. Oh yeah. And then one right. one was at the wash with Dre. Okay. Waiting right, for the money. Right. You're right. Yeah, they, they thought through this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking through my notes. Like I I mean pretty much everything you guys have said. I, I like yeah. Yep. Yeah, M and D, so I read a little trivia that Eminem M&M wasn't um credited in this movie. Like I even because really? I and I even watched the credits. He wasn't in it because uh, they wanted, or he wanted, somebody wanted his first credited role to be Eight Mile, huh. which came out the next. It came out the next year, so it was definitely already <laughs> in development and shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could. A little shelved. bit of trivia for you. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that. You know. So yeah. all right. So this is is this Marshall Mathers acting debut? Yeah, I think so. All right, excellent, excellent. But no credits, no nothing. Like, yeah. Well, that sucks. But you know, I, I mean, at least now he can say that he was in it. Probably, like, it's been enough time. Like, yeah. Be, be like, all right, guys. Like, yeah. I mean, eight miles, cool and all. But before, before I did eight mile, I did, I did something else. <laughs> <laughs> Called the wash. You know, Snoop, Snoop Dogg's in it, yeah. and my my boy Dre. It's basically <laughs> one of his old skits. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah yeah um there's the scene where Eminem or where dr dre is like is pleasuring himself and snoop dogg's music is blaring. Oh. that was funny that was so weird <laughs> I laughed. Yeah. I was like, okay well oh and here there's a weird thing that i noticed is that snoop dogg and dr dre were actual rappers in this world yeah, because like they were, all, yeah, there was like radio bits saying, "Oh, here's Snoop Dogg, or Dr. Dre's new hit," and they played, you know, Dre like your songs. Yeah, but, yeah. No. <laughs> that was yeah. No, I, that, I, I was hoping they were gonna go further with it, but yeah, I mean, I, I think they're in the end. I think it's important to to at least comment a little bit on the reality that musicians, like a lot of them, if if their goal in life is to be a musician and nothing else like a lot of them do wind up kind of broke and unable to really like get anywhere only because like you do kind of have to sacrifice your ability to actually be employed anywhere in order to be like a successful consistent 
musician and it's especially true in the realm of hip-hop i would say um <clears throat> and so it was cool that they actually had that sort of be like the background of the characters uh but then they didn't really do much with it which is like eh, you know i guess it's cool i don't think it was them it wasn't them though because they were like what whatever their oh. names were oh i know that they were playing <laughs> yeah. aliases yeah they, they weren't actually literally playing themselves but it was cool that like still they were playing broke musicians you know i don't think they were musicians reality. either though that wasn't the thing it oh, wasn't ever stated just people chilling <laughs> that's what oh, i okay. got okay i thought that they were in the music they were wanting to do music like the i never got that okay, i didn't so, get that yeah uh, i just okay. thought they were just two random dudes that okay they was just like a okay. funny nod a meta thing that yeah. <laughs> before the matrix it was a meta thing they put in this all right movie. okay so i was just confused then watching because i was like all right that's interesting that their music is on the radio and yet they're still poor as shit and can't get yeah. anywhere like no it's just I, two different people and yeah. yeah somehow i missed that detail i don't know why i mean their oh, names wow. were completely different and shit yeah so. yeah yeah somehow i missed it but oh well <laughs> i mean okay i will admit i watched this one last of the three so by by this point like snoop dog like my brain was so tired of snoop dog movies like and so like by the time i got to this one i was like it was hard it was it was a little tricky to get to stay invested and i did manage mm -hmm. to like stay pretty focused on it but a lot of the details are a little like i forget who cheated on who first like, no one cheated on anyone <laughs> or, well nobody cheated but there was like i forget who slept with who first and and what was going on there like so yeah there wasn't much going on in the movie so you know. yeah it's, it's easy to zone out during this yep. one so. The wash, <clears throat> um, it's it's watchable, and that's really about all I can say. Yeah, yeah, barely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not very good. Yeah, I gave it a two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'd give it a two as well. You know. Yeah. I think I'd uh, I'd give it a two as well, just for Eminem. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was a star. Yeah. Probably sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta give gotta give Polly Shore some cred too. You know, it's the thirty you know, seconds he was in it. <laughs> but those were our golden thirty seconds. That's Sopranos. Sopranos. <laughs> I loved it. He was basically playing that lady at the beginning of From Dust Till Dawn. That was locked in the trunk. Like, that was basically Polly Shore in this movie. You know, which yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the wash. Uh, not recommended unless unless you're a Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre fan. You know you'll get a kick out of it. If you want a hip hop MMM. fan in general, probably. Yeah, because there were a lot of hip hop cameos and shit. There were some cool little nods. Ludacris is fun to see exhibit. Exhibit. Yeah. Shaq. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. If you're a Shaquille O'Neal fan, I mean you've probably already seen this anyway. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. But if you're looking to laugh, you might want to get something else. Yeah, yeah. Because this, as a comedy, this blows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. You guys want to talk about uh, your choice now, Nick? Okay. I chose Bones. Mm -hmm. 2001 as well. So 2001 yeah. was a popping year for Snoop. Yeah. He managed <laughs> to act in both The Wash and Bones the same year. 
which is pretty cool. So yeah, and I just I just chose it because of the poster. Really, I don't know. Yeah, the poster's pretty awesome. I the po- I remember seeing the, that poster like on the like at like I think the video store and like. I, I, that poster has always kind of caught my eye. You know, Snoop Dogg does look pretty sinister on it. So. Yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this right. is a yeah. horror movie, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what else kind of really. Uh, supernatural, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like horror fantasy, like kind of, I guess like Clive Barker type, but like horror fantasy is I guess what I'd call it. And with mm-hmm. maybe like a little bit of period drama in there. Yeah. There's, there's also a love story. I mean, it's a few mm-hmm. different things. So, uh, oh, one thing I, I did notice too that this was looked good, like on my, cause I have a widescreen for my desktop mm-hmm. and it, it actually did the whole widescreen, like the ultra wide aspect ratio 21 9, which right. it, no movie. <laughs> this is like, like the first one of these. Our movies we've ever seen i think that's done that oh wow especially so from something to... from 2001 i was like what they restored the fuck out of this movie for some reason <laughs> you chose an epic little thing, though. <laughs> right the horror epic and it looked good on my screen it looked like fine and good and the effects yeah. were decent and shit yeah it looked good on my screen too i was surprised it looked like a new movie it was like whoa 2001 yeah. jesus uh the first scene is kind of just i don't know a setup scene some dude's being chased by a demon dog yeah Uh, he shoots it but it like heals itself like wolverine and then i don't know he just closes the door on it (laughs) gets away um which by the way i love i love the dog's performance in this movie real quick i just wanted to say yeah it was a good good dog acting here <laughs> yeah definitely wasn't the best but it was excellent mm-hmm. it wasn't twister or whatever his no, name was it was not <laughs> twister from uh what was it um spy hard no spy high or whatever is that, is that it? i don't i don't spy remember high. i forget <laughs> yeah, twister from spy high <laughs> yeah yeah uh, anyway um and then there's a drug deal, which I noticed they're listening to Eminem as well. They're in their radio car. You're <laughs> in their car radio. Uh, yeah. Snoop Dogg gave Eminem a shout out. It's like, yep, another you one. You're in my wash. I may as well be in your bones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those two dudes die. It's just some random drug deal. I don't know. We see the cops. They kind of like the main cop that we follow throughout the movie. There's a cop we follow throughout the movie. He's. You know, kind of says, hey, let's get out of here. They're not in there with his rookie cop trying to, you know, look around because he heard gunshots or something or yelling or something. He's like, no, they're not in there. Don't worry. The main cop. So you're like, yeah, hmm, why does he not want to check this place out? <clears throat> I mean, you get the haunted vibes and shit because it's like a rundown church looking thing. Yeah. Um, pretty creepy, actually. Yeah. Nice set. Um Yeah. Oh, I mean, the whole like a lot of the sets kind of like, I mean, because the period sets like actually did have some decent amount of detail to them. Like it did kind of have the the period quality of like the 70s or whatever, whenever it was trying to take place. 
and Pam yeah. Greer, like she even kind of shows up in sort of her original garb and um, even gets dressed up, up in it again later on, which, you know, we can get to, but, yeah. you know, when the time comes. So. Oh, that dog could morph into shit too. That was pretty cool. Like, he, like when yeah. he killed those drug dealers, he morphed into a rat and ran away. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Snoop Dogg and dogs morphing, like that <laughs> yeah. goes hand in hand. He's done it in music videos. Like for whatever reason, he's into dogs morphing. Yeah. So we get or, after or all of that shit. The opening thing is we just get a little flashback of what's. Snoop, his Snoop Dogg character, Jimmy Bones. He is yeah. supposedly some high rolling dude in this neighborhood. He's helping out the neighbors, giving them money and shit. Uh, yeah, he's. I I think he's like because he's. They do say that he's a gangster, but I'm yeah. kind of thinking he's like sort of like a Robin Hood type. Yeah. Who he's like helping out the kids and he's helping out the the the, the poor and yeah. Like giving, yeah. That's that's what they're going for, I think. Yeah, he's got to do his pimp shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the big hat and the cane, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's snapping his fingers, you know. But it looks cool. I mean, it's like, all right. Yep. And then so we go to the actual story. This is ba- that's basically all before the. Uh, yeah, the we don't find card. out what happens next until later. Yeah. So the main story follows just a group <clears throat> of kids. Technically, it's all one family plus one dude, uh, like two brothers, a sister, and then some random friend of theirs. Yeah, I'm assuming the older brother, just based on how he acts and shit, was he bought this uh, that building that you know we see and take place in. He wants to convert it into a nightclub, yeah, where where his younger brother could be a DJ, his friend could also be a DJ. They were both DJs. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty uh, funny. It's like, all right, yeah. well, why not? <laughs> um, <clears throat> and they're cleaning yeah. out the place, you know, getting it ready and shit. Uh, yeah, and they, they find the, it. yeah, they find the, uh, the the demon dog, and the sister feeds it a hamburger. Yeah, so it chills out. <laughs> yeah, as soon as she sees the dog, she's like, oh, like, oh, we gotta take care of the dog. So of course the movie's gotta have them pairing up with the dog and it's like oh well this could this could go somewhere yeah i was surprised it wasn't going to kill her right there because it was like growling and had those cgi red eyes and shit but she was like here you go here's a hamburger and like chilled out yeah i know it's like little did they know they had like a full-on cerberus in their on their hands almost like um you know kind of uh it was it reminded me of um what was it the omen or whatever um yeah, the omen with the dog and the whole thing with that. Like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so they're there chilling out. Spooky type of stuff happens because they want to stay there overnight to get as much work done as possible. Spooky shit happens. There's a little, and then uh, there's a little side story with, I don't know, a gangster and the cop. Uh, the gangsters, you know, paying off the cop to look the other way uh, on his illegal doings um yeah and then we get like a kind of tension between because the cop shows up uh at the people's house and like they are they're i don't know why i forget why now but they're like <laughs> talking outside and shit and 
Yeah, there, there was there was some uh, some tension coming from multiple people. Like, wasn't there a part where like their dad or whatever like confronted them, saying like, "How could you buy a house in this neighborhood?" Like, yeah, like that. yeah, that was a little bit later on. Oh, okay, yeah, that does happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So we just get like a little hint that the bad cop and the dad knew each other. Um, yeah. And then we have uh, the psychic mom and daughter. Uh, right. Pam Pam Greer. Uh, yes. This is a mom and I don't know who the daughter was. Her name was Cindy or Cynthia or something. I didn't catch her name, but um, but it, but it was kind of interesting how like Pam Greer's character, they did the same thing that they did do in like Beauty and the Beast with Belle's father in that who he's, he's, you know, kind of crazy or he's kind of eccentric, but he's still like, he still cares and he's still likable. She's kind of doing the same thing. Like she's psychic, she's troubled. She has memories of the neighborhood. She's all over the place. And so she is kind of crazy, but they do kind of show that she's like a loving person who sort of cares mm -hmm. about her daughter and the situation and stuff so like it's cool that the crazy person wasn't just a crazy person yeah. you know because a lot of cheesy movies like this tend to like fall into that trap and this one yeah. didn't so she had reason cool. to be protective of their daughter because she knew what yeah. happened in that house because the daughter wanted to hang out with the main character you know they you know they start dating or whatever and she's like don't go in the house and the daughter disobeys her several times throughout the movie and does. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, Zach, I'm sorry. Um, have you had you seen this movie before? I had a long time ago, probably when it first came out. Yeah. Okay. Because like I, it did used to play quite a bit on like I think some of the premium channels. I seem to recall. So. Yeah, like Cinemax or something. Yeah, or Stars. Like it. It was like one of those movies that sort of was in regular rotation so yeah yeah so the, like so this had been the first time you'd seen it since then yeah oh interesting okay yeah, I, didn't, I didn't remember anything about it so it was pretty much okay. first time watched <laughs> oh, I, okay. I, remember, I remembered a few things but nice all right well yeah no, you know feel free to share your thoughts um but yeah Okay, so this psychic daughter, she kind of explains the world, like gives a little exposition, exposition that like there are two worlds, there for every street there are two streets, and every house there are two houses, and she just basically means there's like an underworld <laughs> right below below everything, and she yeah. says there's something bad happens right in that spot, a tear in the universe or whatever breaks or whatever, and. You kind of get the idea that's what's happening here in this movie at that yeah. house, but we don't know what happened yet. Yeah. Uh, and then we get some more flashbacks before shit happens. I mean, uh, oh, there's gooey demon walls when they're cleaning up. I thought that was yeah. really cool. But <laughs> yeah, those those were gnarly. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty decent effects. Like, I yeah. didn't, I don't remember them being that good, but. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, it looked like it looked like really gross. Actually, there was like one. There was all kinds of stuff in there. There was like a big 
set of balls resting on a giant spinal cord. There was like all sorts of shit. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Um, we get a small flashbacks that actually shows us that uh, Pam Greer was Snoop's girlfriend of some sort. Uh, she reads his palm. Yeah. Uh, and says, "Oh shit! Don't do what you're ever you're about to do tonight." There's some deal he was doing. She warns him yeah. not to, and he's like, "Ah, I'll be fine." Yeah, <laughs> he just shrugs her off, like, eh, eh, "Whatever." Yeah, that was a quick little one because then it goes back to them cleaning out the shit. They find yeah. um, a skeleton. The dog does actually. They find a skeleton, uh, which happens to be Jimmy Bones. Mm-hmm. Because there was, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a, a nursery rhyme type thing that went throughout the the neighborhood about a switchblade and his diamond ring and skeletons yeah. was just there. And like, oh shit, that's Jimmy Bones. That's him. Uh, and so and was, they don't, yeah. yeah, they don't decide to call the cops right then and there for some for selfish reasons, more or less, because they said it would halt their production or whatever. Yeah, they're just impatient. They're, yeah. they're, they're too impatient to get the police involved, which mm-hmm. I got to say, that's a new one. Um, <laughs> I'll give them that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the friend character, the friend DJ, he steals the ring. Yeah, which is like, all right, I got to do him. <laughs> yep, he's dead. Yeah. Um, Never do that. <laughs> pretty much. As soon as you mess with the bad guy's stuff, then the bad guy messes with you you know like the nobody learns from the Blair Witch Project you know yep. you, you, you saw stick figures and you fucking took one of them mm-hmm. and uh oh there's a seance scene that happens that like I don't know the, the, the daughter decides to stay overnight and then the mom's just doing some seance with a bunch of I don't know her customers and then she freaks out, sees shit, and pulls, and the daughter freaks out during in bed, pulls her out. Some crazy shit happens with that. Nothing too interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing, it's not that the idea wasn't creepy. It's just we, I, we've all seen movies where that kind of thing has happened yeah. already. So it's like, eh, okay, well, this is not, this part's nothing new. <laughs> you know, was that like the vision where she was like, in a waterbed full of blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't that happen in like parents or something like that? I feel like there was another movie that happened. Yeah. Maybe Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't remember. Yeah. And um Death by Temptation do something like that too. Oh yeah, Death by Temptation did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Death by Temptation already did it. <laughs> Fuck. it's still cool though it's a cool idea it's just you know not original anymore that's all sorry sorry bones <laughs> uh okay so this is where the shit starts hitting the fan really and we yeah. actually learn stuff so the sun they're, they're all they're basically all done with the club uh yeah. they put the sign up and the sun's like Oh, okay. So I remember why now. Now that I'm reiterating, I remember why uh, the cop showed up to the dad's house. It was because somebody bought the house, so the dad owned that house. But he he, he was like, I don't know who bought it. It was just some like our company sold it off. Must have whatever. He didn't realize it was his son because his son kept it a secret. You know, 
put another name under or something and wanted to surprise his dad and said, Hey, so he brings him out there, shows him that he's the one that bought the place, uh, you know, spiffied it up, made it a club. And his dad just freaks the fuck out. He's like, no, fuck. Like, I, it wasn't even like he initially was like, I got out of that neighborhood because it was a bad neighborhood. But it, this was more than just a bad neighborhood. I want I want you to do better. It was like he was legit freaking the fuck out. He sees Pam Greer across the street. He sees uh, there was a guy in a window across the street as well throughout the movie. Yeah. I should mention because he's kind of a, a, a main character as well. Yeah, well, like at the even beginning, though he doesn't show much, but yeah, he's I at mean, the I, beginning. Is he the one that shoots the dog? Yeah. Well, okay. at the yeah, there's the um, those two guys get pulled in or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, and like, he's like, "Hey, get away from there!" But it's yeah. too late. And he just he just laughs and shakes his head or some shit. Yeah. And oh yeah, and Pam Gurr hates the dog. They said, "Don't go near the dog." It, yeah, you know, gives warnings and shit like, uh, which comes into play, of course. But after the dad freaks out, we get the flashback that reveals everything. Uh, so what happened was his dad was there, uh, living in this town. He was a friend of Snoop Dogg, uh, and so and yeah. and Pam Gers, there's his girlfriend, uh. It was just some drug deal gone wrong, basically. These guys were trying to uh, move their way in. Not even, not really a drug deal, but they were trying to take over territory and do some lotto shit, sell some yeah. crack or something. And Snoop was like, no, not now, not here. Yeah, so not they, in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they kill him like because uh, they, they forced Snoop to smoke crack or whatever yeah and it's like he, this he, messed up crack that they want to put on the yeah. streets for some reason yes and he freaks out a bit and like just kind of swings his uh knife at the yeah. cop at the cro- the crooked cop that we know the cop shoots him then comes up with the idea that they all have to stab him to make everyone culpable or whatever or yeah put the prints on the knife and make it look like make it harder to figure out who killed him right which is brutal yeah so his bodyguard does it um the main drug dealer does it uh and then of course his wife or his girlfriend does it yeah although she he kind of he he yeah he kind of pushes himself into it he makes him yeah like he doesn't let her do actually do like, cause she doesn't literally kill him. He, she just is the one who was, was she was holding it. Yeah. And then but she, he, he the like jumped of, into yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so she's, she's blameless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who am I? Yeah. So it was the, the main drug dealer, the, his bodyguard guy. Yeah. And Pam, Pam Greer and the bad cop who shot him. Yeah, those yeah. are all the bad. Those are all the people you know are in trouble at this point. Right. <laughs> They're doomed. Uh, and then we just we could get out of that flashback into the club. It's open. People are there dancing. Shit's going yeah. down. It's looking like a popping yeah. club. Yeah. Um, then something really gross happens. Which, yeah. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
so where did this so the i'm trying to think of at one point okay well i'll just go into this it's so there's a the dog sees that uh maurice was the 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 friend dj's name was wearing the ring yeah and the dog transforms into like a hot lady like a like an attractive (laughs) attractive lady and lures him into a room and eats him (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah and 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 also throughout couple times throughout the movie we see when the dog yeah. eats uh this the skeleton of snoop starts regrowing yeah kind of like hellraiser yeah and then at this point when he eats all of maurice snoop's back to full full-bodied snoop yeah which by the way zach what did you think of the reanimation effects they're pretty cool looking yeah like, yeah, it yep. was clearly in reverse and shit, but it still looked cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was juicy looking. Yeah. <laughs> juicy looking gore. So. It, but it actually looked like pretty good though. Like it looked like real. Some 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 shots. Some shots looked a little hokey, but most of it looked yeah. pretty decent though. So yeah. yeah. Some gooey eyes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like ugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so the main character he goes looking for Maurice because he's been gone a while. He finds yeah. him being eaten by the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog talks. Yeah, he he says, uh, what "Chaos reigns." Just kidding. <laughs> no, he says something. Oh, the gangster of love don't need no fried chicken. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there was just like a throwaway line of him. He's, well, he yeah. calls himself the gangster blood, and there's just a line while they're eating. He's like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like fried chicken was keeping like made by the white man to keep the black man subjugated or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, you're not like even, that. you're not even black because he wasn't. He was like a mixed race, a melting pot. <laughs> yeah. So but anyway, fun. yeah, some fun little character moments. You know, although I didn't particularly like most of the characters. Well, okay, I wouldn't say I dislike the characters. I just the real, really the main character. I the only character I sort of was most in, invested in was the mom and daughter. So, yeah, which I guess makes yeah. sense. But they're the most interesting ones. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I feel like the movie did spend like a little bit too much time on everybody else. Like I would have actually liked to. I would have actually liked to see see like more of that dynamic, and also like. I actually thought the flashback scenes were kind of cool, and I could have used more of those. Admittedly, yeah. should have been a '70s set piece the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have been badass. That would have been a real horror epic. They just make it two hours, like have like it just go back and forth, you know, or something like that. <laughs> go full on, but. Yeah. So he finds the dog. The dog throws up all over him, but he throws up maggots all over him. <laughs> Yeah, a, a so. lot of rice. I could tell, like, uh, they yeah. boiled a lot of rice and threw in a little bit of maggots. <laughs> yeah, but man, when you saw the maggots, it was like Ew. it was gross. Um, yeah. and then it starts, um, I guess raining maggots in the club. Everybody evacuates, starts raining maggots <laughs> like it was crazy. <laughs> that was gnarly, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, oh, yeah, there's also like lots of gross little close ups of people eating food with the maggots. Yeah, like the maggots were dropping out into the beers and onto pizza and shit. And then, yeah, 
Then it just straight up started raining maggots. Uh, and then Snoop, he's back fully. He starts getting up, walking out. He blows up the basement. <laughs> just torches the place, blows it up. And then, like, yeah. everyone, it's just pure chaos at this point in the club. Yeah. Um, Everybody runs away. I think that there was, there was no more flashbacks, right, after this point. So it's... Now it's just basically Snoop hunting down everyone that uh, did him wrong. Yeah. Um, he goes. Right back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no problem. He uh, he takes the ring back from uh, the 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 guy. Yeah. <laughs> that took it. So there's the first one, I guess. Um, yeah. <clears throat> His first victim was his bodyguard type dude who didn't want to do it. Like in the flashback, yeah. he was like, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to get killed if I don't. Yeah. So I yeah. thought he was a little harsh with that kill. With yeah. I was like, ah, I would be like, all right, man, I'll break your legs or something and then yeah. you know, walk away. It did, but. it did seem a little imbalanced to me uh, that he kind of. I mean, the way it happened, too. Yeah, because he didn't even... He, like, kind of just stabbed him real quick and walked away, whereas, like, the gangster, he, like, looked in his eyes, gave a one line, and was like, yeah, stab, stab. Yeah. But this, like, the bodyguard didn't clearly didn't want to. Yeah, so I don't know why he applied the same maliciousness. It's like, whatever. It's like, yeah. the, it's like I feel the same way about, like, that... Um, a, a, a few revenge movies where some of the revenge just seems a little over the top and some of it seems like not fully equal or whatever but whatever yeah <laughs> yeah so did he kill him in any cool way i don't i just i just wrote down he kills him i mean he takes his head so there's that yeah well it's there's he cuz there are um, other cool deaths but he took that one dude's head. Um, he took two heads. Oh, well, that one, the, but the one head was like trapped in the, in, his soul was trapped in his head. Like, I'm carrying your soul around or whatever. Oh, so, right. So I guess he, he doesn't kill or take uh, his friend's head. He just, he, he, he goes back. So he kills his friend. And then yeah. his next, his next victim is the gangster. Could have these in opposite orders, but his next victim was the gangster. Uh, yeah he kills him in a really cool way he uh like he holds up a mirror because he like the gangster shoots him a bunch yeah. goes right through him because he's a ghost or demon or whatever and then he holds up a mirror and he shoots the mirror and yeah. then snoop uses the mirror like with makes some mirror shards fly around and stab him into the wall that was cool yeah some i good also like how he like he cut <laughs> on the pool table and blood like poured out oh blood, right you know, yeah he like cool. stabbed the pool yeah. table and blood was coming out it was cool yeah yeah we had some pretty cool ideas but yeah that, that was a pretty cool death scene and yeah and so was that guy's head taken yeah that was the one yeah. that was, his head was taken and then he goes to the cop and kills him hmm. let's see how does he kill the cop oh he he makes the cop actually smoke meth which oh, gave yeah. him, which gave him like the Matrix mouth thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he puts him up on a meat hook and just stabs yeah. him, stabs him a bunch. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that's was how cool. he dies. And he, so he has both of their heads. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> and he and he goes so he goes to the dad now oh that's right the another person that was there was the dad yeah okay during I the flashbacks that. i completely forgot yeah the dad I was there he also didn't necessarily want to kill him but was less for was more open to it than the, his buddy yeah i agree uh, and he shows him the heads of the the cop and the gangster, and makes him follow him to the the club again. <laughs> yeah, some, doesn't kill him right there. Yeah, I don't know what that. I mean, yeah, and he do, he does. Yeah, he does say you mentioned earlier that the heads are carrying their souls or whatever, so he doesn't want to yeah. get rid of them yet. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Shrunken Heads a little. Yeah, <laughs> except not badass like that movie was. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know because at least they had superpowers <laughs> yeah. so at this point uh you know the mom and daughter duo figure out that snoop's back and killing everyone that it was connected to this murder that happened mm. and so they go on a rescue mission for the dad the son and these two uh Snoop chucks the heads into the, the demon wall, the gooey demon walls. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he keeps shoving the dad back in and taking him out, back in, taking him out, you know. Yeah. Torturing just, him. Yeah. Um, it was gnarly. Yeah. Like, it actually, even though the idea, like, when we're describing it, sounds silly. In the mm-hmm. movie, it's actually, like, pretty brutal. Like, yeah. 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 And the mom, she knows things, so, like, she knows yeah. the way to defeat him is they have to get rid of all of his blood that was spilled. Yeah. Which uh, she, they realize is um, like, because he, he was buried in a dress she was wearing or a shawl or a sweater she was yeah. wearing. So they have to burn that sweater and then he'll go away, <laughs> I guess, because of magic. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the impression I got. I mean, yeah. you know, which I, I, I guess, I, I guess it'll, I guess it'll do. Yeah, I mean, something like this, that's all I have, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Like, at uh, that point, the movie's already, like, all right, done with all the kills, done with all the, like, now we got to end this shit. <laughs> yep, because that's basically what happens once the dead, like, the basement starts collapsing. Um, yeah. Snoop takes his, takes Pam Greer into, like, this room filled with candles and shit, and... I don't know, made her de-age or whatever, back to the 70s look and everything. Um, yeah. The kids like the... the kids go into, like, this demon world. The, the demon world they talked about in the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah. Find them. Uh, oh, they do see, like, the dad in the goop wall, too. <laughs> the, the son does. <laughs> I like they were calling it the goop wall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and they do see. Um, so actually, both sons are, go with them, and both sons make it down there. But uh, Maurice lures the other, the DJ son, like the less important one, and kills him in the demon yeah. world. Um. And by this point, we figure out that Snoop's <laughs> Snoop's the dad of the girl. Which yeah, not too big of a surprise, but they all yeah. get they all yeah they all confront Snoop in the and 
the daughter's like hugging him like he says come on baby girl we can all live here forever you know trying to lure him into the i don't know purgatory or whatever yeah whatever ghost dimension or demon dimension i guess of course if it's a demon wall it has to do with demons because he had to regenerate like there had to be some kind of demonic shit going on there so um so yeah i guess not a ghost world but yeah and then like the two so those two are kind of under a spell but the main character snaps them out of it uh they run and pam greer sacrifices herself she like because she's realizes she like at some point snoop put on the the dress on her Mm -hmm. uh and she lights herself on fire yeah and then snoop kind of jumps in to try and save her ish the whole building collapses they get out alive the two kids um yeah 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 pam greer sacrifices herself to kill snoop uh It's just funny to say that out loud. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so Snoop, yeah, so Snoop is, so yeah, Jimmy Bones is is, is defeated. Or Pam is Greer, he? Or is he? Oh, yeah, all right. So. so what happens was, too, they were trying to make their escape, the son and the daughter. He jumps down like an elevator shaft. He says, come on, come on, but she's not there. And then she, like, at this point, I was like, what's going on here? Is she going back for to save her mom? But then she, like, kind of ominously walks up to the door. I was like, wait a second. What's going on now? And then, like, she jumps out. They they run out. She's looking a little strange. Like, ominously strange. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, like, when they say, well, that sucked and everything, it, like, basically ends with her throwing up maggots on him and shit and then it cuts to credits <laughs> the end I love that ending <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. It, but it was kind of a strange and scary twist you know so. uh, I don't There's think bones. they're gonna be oh what was that that's bones for you. yes that was bones and I, I'm pretty sure they're never gonna make a second one I doubt um, it. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. I mean, yeah, Bones 2, like, nah. I wouldn't nope. see it. This is good enough. Mm-hmm. This is more than enough, in fact. So, yeah, I don't know. What were your thoughts on it, gentlemen? Uh, I thought it was fine. Mm. You know, it wasn't anything special, but it wasn't shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know the acting was fine for everyone, really. Um, okay, looked nice, just not that interesting in general. <laughs> just like a you know fairly generic kind of shit. But yeah, like yeah, for a fantasy horror picture, there's there's surprisingly little else to say about it other than like the effects are good and some of the ideas are cool. I guess you know. Yep. Um, I don't know. What were your thoughts, Zach? pretty much the same like it was just like "Eh, it's okay it wasn't wasn't shit (laughs) yeah yeah um cool effect yes yeah it it was no candy man um but i i still enjoyed it for what it was i you know it was a little 
little silly, little cheesy, but it delivered on the gore and the and the gnarliness. So it was eh. Snoop Dogg, I thought he I thought he was kinda of, I thought honestly he kinda of sucked in it. Like I, I didn't really yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He He may he have was, been the I weakest guess, link, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't mind the scenes uh, like in the present time when he was like all demonic and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the flash the flashback scenes like I mean he was well dressed and that's about it. Like otherwise he wasn't really all that like interesting. Like he just was kind of like generic. Yep. I'd agree with that. Yeah. To, yeah. Generic gangster who happens to be a good guy, I guess. Which is sort of you know, Snoop Dogg's MO, and that's fine. It's just in this movie he didn't really do that great a job playing the character. Like who is Jimmy Bones beyond this good guy gangster who gets treated dirty and takes revenge in a supernatural hell raising type of way. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we learned more about Pam Greer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's all right. I, I'd give it, I don't know. I liked it more than the wash though, overall as a movie. Like I still, I'd watch this one. Again, yeah. Probably. I think so. I, I, yeah, I, especially I since it looked nice, <laughs> it did look nice, and and I think really the fact that it looked nice probably did help me sort of feel a little more involved in it. So I'd give it a three, honestly. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm. What would I give? I guess I give it like a. You know, I would give it a three too, just because yeah. it, it. I don't know. They did look good. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. Like, yeah, it was just. Mm. It wasn't super impressive, but it it didn't make me get pissed or anything. So, I give it a two and a half. Okay, not quite a three for me, but could be maybe. Yeah, yeah, some scary ideas here and there, some fun little visuals. It's good time bones. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. <clears throat> now, I guess um, before we talk about this this next film, do either of you have to use the bathroom? Yeah, we can take a break if you want. I actually don't. I just was was wondering if either of you guys do. So. Keep going. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. So my choice. My choice for the Snoop Dogg special was a it was a it was a motion picture titled Urban Menace. It kind of it, it was kind of a motion picture. Yeah, kind of a motion picture. Um, and it was directed by Albert PM. And and I will say that this is this movie is the reason why it took us this long to finally make this. Was it, I thought it was directed by Ice T. Uh, no, it wasn't directed by Ice T. Actually, it was it was directed by Albert Peon. Although I wonder if if Ice T had made it, what it would have been. Oh, and actually, just a side note: the guy who directed Bones. Did you see what else he had directed? No. I I think, um, surviving the game. I I think that was the same director. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I remember we were talking about this before. I think. Yeah. Or I at least saw it. I think. Yeah, you remember surviving the game with Ice T? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good shit. Yep, I, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, so yeah, Albert Pian 
had directed this movie, which kind of made me a little tentative about it, I must say, because Albert Pian is the director of Cyborg, which if anybody knows me, Cyborg is like really one of my most hated movies. Like I, it's like one, one of the only movies I can say I like truly, truly despise, like on a profound level. Um, so it's by the director of Cyborg. So, you know, uh, so far this director hadn't been a winner for me um, at the time that I'd chosen Urban Menace. And the reason I chose Urban Menace was kind of the same reason you chose Bones actually, it was because of the cover. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, I remember seeing the cover at the video store years and years and years and years ago and thinking that movie looks badass. And then I kind of just forgot about it. And then I saw like it again. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that exists. And this movie was a pain in the ass to uh, to, to 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 track down. You, Zach, you you've got your sources, but Nick and I were were uh, SOL, so to speak. And um, did you did you watch this on to, like DVD or Blu-ray or something? Yeah, DVD. Okay. Oh, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, was like you... one of those shitty four packs. <laughs> one of the other uh, movies on it was another Albert Pion one. Oh, how funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we got to buckle up because I have a feeling we may, we may need to view a few more of his movies before we have an overall opinion on him. But so far, well, okay. This movie is not, it turns out it wasn't, it's not easy to find. It's not on streaming. Nick and I had to, had to delve. We had to go to some dark places. We had to travel. Um, we had to sail sea. the seven seas. Exactly. We um we had to we had to travel to uh, uh, some some sketchy sketchy areas before we were finally able to track down a copy of Urban Menace. But I don't you know, I, I I see why it was so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't I don't even know where we like. I kind of blacked out after uh, after getting punched in the face there by that one dude. But I'm assuming he gave us this this copy. And uh, it was expensive too. It was expensive to travel to another country. It really was. Yeah. Um, I would say it wasn't worth um, traveling the world to track down a copy of Urban Menace. Even yeah. you know, not even putting, not even talking about the quality of the movie. Um, I already decided that I hated this movie before I even saw it. <laughs> um, let's see how else can i make this story good um well okay anyway basically bottom line my question to you nick yeah was it worth it to you to go so far out of our way to find this movie that is otherwise unavailable except on amazon which we could have done but fuck jeff bozo bezo whatever (laughs) anyway yeah was this movie worth the the trouble no, not at all. This was this was honestly just like straight shit. <laughs> this was one of the worst ones I've seen. Like I don't understand what happened or why, how this was made or what the what. Uh, like, like Zach, what did it look like for you? Like, was it off the filter? <laughs> was yeah, it like just it some was, fucked up? Okay, yeah, complete shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So it wasn't just like the thing, the copy we got. All right. Yeah. (laughs) It was literally hard, 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 hard on the eyes to watch. It it gave me a headache. Like (laughs) I kind of gave up watching after 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the movie was only about 20 minutes. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, there were probably there was only about twenty minutes worth of story. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I would have to say, uh, on a technical level, this this is definitely one of the worst, easily easily one of the weakest things we've watched. I wouldn't say it's quite as bad as things, but pretty damn close as far as being like, am I even looking at a movie here? You know, um, I had to like squint my eyes to see what I was seeing, like because it was just so blurry. Like that's yeah. that's what we're talking about. It's like there was some filter they threw over this yeah. entire movie that made it look like complete garbage. I, yeah, I have no idea what happened with this movie, but whatever happened, the visuals were way overexposed. You couldn't even make out the facial features of mm-hmm. these characters. Like, and, and also like the glare was heavy too, along with the overexposure, the glare was like blinding, like blinding lights throughout the course of this movie, reflecting on people's faces. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure pretty much all the characters, all the actors in this movie- Actors. Yeah. <laughs> In quotes, heavy quotes there. I mean, I'm guessing that all the actors, quote unquote, in this movie have a have a darker skin complexion than I do, but you wouldn't be able to tell from this movie because everybody looks like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it, it, wh- whoever did the visuals botched 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 job, severely botched. Um Snoop Dogg looked like a video game character. Um he plays a preacher. Uh, oh shoot! Okay, I, I guess I didn't write down his name, but um, Caleb. He's, he's, oh, Caleb, preacher Caleb. He's he is a he's a preacher who's taking care of a rundown neighborhood, and he uh, I guess he apparently he cares very very much about the kids in the neighborhood in particular because he says that multiple times in that monologue and. Uh, he he basically he he's there to he's there to keep the place clean and 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 sturdy but um unfortunately he happens to be in a, another one of those future future sucks type of movies where um he lives in the ganglands and and basically the wherever he he lives it's been taken over by by gangs um so you know his his church gets burned down um and so, and oh, by the way, I should say that Ice T plays the, uh, I guess the 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 storyteller, I don't, I, Nar- I narrator. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess he's the narrator. He gave us also. He gave us a little uh, blurb at the front. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, if, if you don't like the words, you know, like fuck shit, ass, <laughs> and then fuck a bunch shit, of violence. Puts the ass dick like (laughs) this movie will offend you. (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. What were you gonna say, Zach? Oh, nothing. I just totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was (laughs) unfortunately offended by blood, guts. Which, by the way, there really wasn't very many, very much blood and guts in this movie. So Ice T straight up lies to you in the first sentence of this movie. Yeah. Um, There's the exposition but, crawl too at the beginning that, yeah, basically because we don't get any of this Snoop Dogg history at all, really, until yeah. far into the 50 minute movie. <laughs> yeah, we get a ton of footage that looks as though it was filmed for a different movie. Um, and I say that based on the fact that none of it's overexposed. <laughs> um, and then it cuts it cuts to present day, and uh, DJ Storm, or 
or TJ Storm, whatever his name is. He plays, uh, who's this character? King, who he's just some innocent guy, I guess, who wants to get out of the ganglands, but he's, you know, been forced by them to go on mission after mission. And he's, he's, he's also, he's also working with an undercover cop or he's under, he's a, what do they call him? An informant or something? Yeah. An informer, you know, you know, no relation to snow. Because I know that's one of everybody's favorite weird songs, <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, so he so yeah he he's it's like all right well you can go but first what you got to do one last thing for us. Uh, so it turns out that preacher Caleb is holed up in a warehouse, I guess, and is is taking taking people down, uh, p- people who are just stupid enough to wander into this warehouse, I guess. Um, but it's causing enough problem for uh, oh yeah, Fat Joe and Big Pun are in this movie. You know, this is the shittiest. This was insane to me. This yeah. was wild. This was insane. Yeah, <laughs> the like uh, the acting on. I, I mean, <laughs> Fat Joe didn't do anything, but Big yeah. Pun. What the fuck was going on with him? Like, I don't know, so he was making me laugh. <laughs> me too so hard like there were like these this was full of close-ups as well yeah. like i couldn't yeah. tell during the first like if they were even in the same room when they yeah. were talking a big <laughs> pun were. was like dead faced no express like i the, the the version we had didn't have subtitles but we fucking yeah. needed them yeah. <laughs> i could not understand DVD a didn't word. even have them <laughs> So I, I have no idea 99% of what Big Pun was saying. And you can yeah. clearly tell he was reading off cue cards as well because like it was straight up, close up, him. Yeah. And his eyes would just dart off to the left. He would look back to, at the camera and say his lines, look over, <laughs> say his lines. Look it was just one shot of, of, of Big Punisher just saying these random lines. I don't even think he moved like throughout the whole movie no. except for like, toward the end. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they shot all of his material in this movie in the span of an hour. Like Yes, easily, easily. Him yeah. and him and Fat Joe could have yeah. I think Fat Joe may have had a little more at the end, but yeah. With him and Big Pun that had to have been a day shoot max. <laughs> I think so. Max. And like like you said, you couldn't really make out much of what he was saying. Um, but the shit he was saying that you could make out was funny as fuck. Like he at one point he's like if, if you don't if you don't do it, I tell you I'll kill you and your mother hard or something like that. <laughs> it's like what's that mean? Yeah. <laughs> um so okay, so TJ Storm and company go to this warehouse and or wait, no, actually something happens before that. Like somebody else gets killed. Um I mean I guess it doesn't really matter, um, because pretty much everybody gets killed by the same guy. Uh, and actually um at first it starts off they go to the warehouse and at first it starts off like they're he's kind of like doing real sneaky about it like and but then eventually he kind of just doesn't really he doesn't really bother trying to sneak around anymore he just starts running around blasting people um and also i couldn't help but notice that a lot of the people he were he was blasting were like the same people like the same stunt doubles were getting repeated in like multiple shots yeah and there was a 
I also yeah. think there was a few times where he was like counting their, they 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 made a few points where they were counting bullets and saying, "Give me like three bullets, <laughs> and I'm also out. Yeah. Give me that <laughs> mag." <laughs> like, I I didn't yeah. count it because I was like, "This there's no way they're keeping track, but they're making us think they are." <laughs> yeah, I mean, he kills so many people throughout the course of this movie that it doesn't even really matter. Like, he, there's no way to keep track because they repeat so many shots. So he could be killing the same person. They just decide to use a different take. And you can't tell the difference between an, an alternate take and a, and a sequence extension, you know? So it gets really confusing. And um, it also isn't helped by the fact that I think a lot of the shots of him killing these people, like I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of those shots weren't even Snoop Dogg. Like from the back. Mm-hmm. It, I don't it, think it, he was in most of the movie, yeah. Yeah, like the shape of his head looked absolutely looks absolutely nothing like, like that one dude who was like punching that one guy. Like, it, I actually like it was it was bad. And then there was one where there were at least a few shots toward the end where you could tell they just literally superimposed Snoop Dogg's like head on whoever, <laughs> and it just it looked so bad. Like it was it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm wondering, yeah. like, because I thought I saw, like, there was a behind, I don't know if it was in this movie or Bones that was, like, had the over the shoulder of Snoop. And I was like, oh, this isn't Snoop. That didn't, like, you see his half his face. I think it may have actually um, been Bones. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they had the double in, but, you know. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, as, as, as awesome as Snoop Dogg is, even he uses, uses stunt doubles, I guess. So, you know, which makes sense because, I mean, he can't hurt himself too badly, you know, because he's. I got, don't even does, think this was like a, a stunt thing. I think this was just like they just needed somebody there, and Snoop just didn't want to show up or something, or like they wanted yeah. to film it in like three days, and Snoop was busy for two of them. <laughs> yeah, they ran out of time. Well, actually, apparently, okay, so like, um, there was something I was reading about this movie after, of course, after I'd already watched it. And it's like, I found out about it and it's like, oh yeah, of course that makes sense. So I guess Albert Pian actually filmed this at the, like, I think he filmed it in a, well, first of all, he filmed it in a different country. Yeah, I, I read was, that. It was yeah. some European, they actually yeah. filmed it in a European rundown warehouse is what yeah. I Yeah, it's like Amsterdam or somewhere. And um, they shot this along with two other movies. Yeah. Which do you do you have those two other movies that is that what's on the <laughs> one of the other movies on that four pack is one of the these other movies. Oh uh, and it also stars Ice T. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So they just took a week to film four or five <laughs> movies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess Albert Pian works expediently. You know, he's like, well, all right, we got a couple hours here. You know? I mean, this movie was literally 112 minutes with two like 20 minutes of opening like 10 minutes opening credits 10 minutes closing credits so you're yeah. we didn't it break an hour mark of yeah well you know there's a problem when the credits roll slowly like it's like okay now they're really trying to extend because they're trying to hide the fact that there's only about 20 people in the credits <laughs> yeah and long opening credits are i hate them and I just know, like, after a few minutes, I was like, wait a, wait a second. This is going on real long. Yeah. <laughs> it's such bullshit. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, it wasn't much of a movie. Um, oh, okay, so should I just fit? I mean, I guess I, you know, may as well uh, put us all out of our misery and just finish finish with the 
the plot, quote unquote, what little there is to say. Yeah, um, I even wrote down here, uh, filmed separate question mark because Snoop was just like there were some scenes where you'd see Snoop just watching shit and like I don't know if Snoop was even in there. Like they, just how it was cut and edited and shit. I feel like almost none of these actors were fucking in the same room. Yeah, yeah. there were a few close-ups of Snoop um, <clears throat> with the guns, but in general, the action sequences were not extensive enough, you know, for it to really like necessarily, like you can't even really tell if it's Snoop or not. Cause like- It was malignant. Was, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it, was, it looked like straight up the malignant monster cause he was just in a big ass fucking long lanky overcoat <laughs> and oh doing, doing the same fucking moves. He was like slicing and dicing yeah. and pu- doing these punches and shit. It was like, oh, <laughs> God damn. I know. And Malignant I must have saw this. <laughs> it's possible. James Wan, he's like, yeah. you know, how do I, how do I, how do I bring this to the mainstream? You know, how do I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because honestly, those scenes in Malignant, oh my God, I laughed so fucking hard at those. Like, that movie was like one of the funniest movies I've seen. Like, it was, it was funny. I did, I yeah. thought I had a good fight scene in that jail, though. <laughs> that was a cool fight scene. Oh, it was it was great, but it was hysterical too. Like, yes, it was so, like yeah. I, oh my gosh, um, yeah. It's pretty much just Snoop Dogg. Eventually, Snoop Dogg kills enough people that the warehouse is mostly empty. TJ Storm, he lets him go because he's like, "All right, well, you're a good guy." Like, really, there's no other reason. And also, like at some point, he also says, "You were good. You were good to them kids." And Snoop Dogg's like, yeah, I love them kids. And it just, he says that again and again and again. It's like, we get it. Like, you're supposed to be, like, the saint of Avalon or whatever. And then he kills, um, he kills Big, um, he kills Fat Joe. He kills Big Pun. But, okay, this part was weird. So he rips out Fat Joe's heart. And then he feeds it to Big Pun. Is that what's supposed to be happening there? And then also, if he's supposed to be a pure, good creature, why does he turn into a demon at the end? Like, I don't think he was. He was in that. He was the one that was in the fire of the church. I think he was. A, I don't know. S- similar to Bones, some type of demon that got killed. Yeah, like this movie was kind of like. Uh, I guess I could call it like the rough draft. The Bones rough draft is what yeah. I call Urban Menace. And um, there was, there definitely was something to do with hearts being ripped out of other victims too. So he right. was doing something with the hearts. I think yeah. similar to Bones' heads, soul yeah. shit. Yeah, when he ripped the heart out of um, of Fat Joe's uh, chest, which actually, by the way, I will give this movie a little credit. The, the sound effects in that scene were pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, I mean, they they went on a little too long, and they they did they were a little cheesy, but they otherwise though it did sound like pretty gnarly. Like it did sound like somebody's heart was getting ripped out of their chest. So you know, so the movie did as far as the sound design goes. I guess it wasn't too too bad. Um, and also, you know, the 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 soundtrack, of course, I guess isn't isn't half bad either. I mean, you know, yeah, but. Um, yeah, I understood the heart ripping thing. I just don't understand why he was feeding it to Big Pun. I missed that part. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was just my imagination. But I, I'm definitely sure I didn't imagine Snoop Dogg turning into a demon at the end, right? He was some type of monster, yeah. Okay. So he was a preacher demon. 
Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So was he a good preacher then? Really? I mean, maybe he was good until. I think so. He was only killing like the bad gangsters and shit. It seemed. Okay. He he saved because he did let the main character go and shit like that. He, okay. he, he like said ah you're good fucking get out of here like that's pretty much almost exactly what he said am i wrong like, <laughs> no <laughs> now you're cool get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> and uh yeah i guess that's kind of just it like then the movie just sort of stops and we hear some more snoop dog iced tea throws yep. some more fuck yous at us yep. which i i took happily because you know at this point ice tea was pretty much the only only character in the movie i liked um <laughs> if you could even call him the character yeah the narrator is my favorite character <laughs> um the only one whose it. face we could see you mean <laughs> yeah yeah he's the only character in the film whose face we could see clearly um because we sure couldn't see snoop dogg's face very clearly um yeah, that's kind of it. I think I think there's pretty much no question about how all three of us feel about this this picture. No. And Zach, you said you could barely even finish it. Yeah, I stop paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is hard for a movie about that's literally nothing but a guy killing people in a warehouse. It's surprisingly hard to focus on. Yeah, I, the only thing that saved it was its short ass running time. I was like, oh no, if it's gonna do this, but. And like half, most of the movie too was people just looking for people in a warehouse or being chased in a warehouse. Yeah. It, was nine, it was like 90% of it. The t- other 10% was Fat Joe and Big Pun <laughs> reading at the camera. Basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much trash. Um, what, oh, there, I, was, oh, yeah. uh, there was one fucking funny thing that I, I wrote yeah. down was... Uh, they were in a dark hallway and they <laughs> flicked a lighter. It didn't do shit. <laughs> like, I laughed so hard. <laughs> like, did it make yeah. the hallway darker when he did it? Was like, it was hilarious. It was... That was funny. I laughed. I, I, I laughed kind of throughout the whole movie. I, I mean, I, I yeah. laughed mostly because I felt so silly for for you know traveling the country in search of urban menace right you know? so much work for this shit <laughs> yeah like at the end of the day eh, maybe it would have been worth giving jeff bezos my five dollars for urban menace or actually really better better uh better yet it would have been better to just not see this movie period <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> it wouldn't have gone to bezos either i think it was like oh yeah that's true sellers almost yeah. like a portion of would have gone to him but it was like random dvd sellers that had it yeah no you're right i'm just being a silly uh what you call them these days silly silly <laughs> some of it would have gone to him they would have taken 10 percent or whatever they take <laughs> yeah he, he would have gotten he would have gotten one of my lincoln's one of my pennies so. <laughs> yeah. um according to the wikipedia on the dvd yeah. i didn't i didn't notice this but it says there's an option of skipping the movie and just listening to ice tea rap <laughs> well then damn uh, that's funny because it was a lot of ice i think it was mostly just ice tea's rap i don't remember yeah. even a snoop dogg song really i think there was i there was one song toward the end that could have been snoop dogg's but yeah i'm pretty sure the most most of it was just ice tea um, i didn't check the dvd for that now. <laughs> yeah i'm curious 
like that's hilarious. Yeah. Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. Just or go with some iced tea. Yeah, if you're gonna watch the movie, watch the music only. Um, soundtrack. I'm assuming, and put it on the background. Like, it, but don't look at the TV because you'll go blind with the lights. That was yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. Um, I would actually have to say I, I like this more than Cyborg, honestly, um, as a movie. I know that sounds insane, it, like like I'm a crazy man for saying that. Um, I gotta watch Cyborg again now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, yeah, maybe maybe I do too. But I remember, I remember hating that movie so much that I was like crying. That's how much I hated Cyborg. So, like, there's a scene where Jean Claude Van Damme gets crucified for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. So, are there any lessons to be learned from this urban menace mishap? I don't know. Maybe I don't just... watch Albert Pion movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't be an urban menace to society while. <laughs> Um, washing your bones in the hood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess that that's really all that has that I have to say about urban menace. Yeah. It's <laughs> about all there is. There's nothing to this movie except for what shit. You, what do you give it? Ugh. One, I guess, like I didn't hate it as much as um, as Food Fight. I will admit, just because Food Fight hurt my eyes slightly more, slightly more than this movie. And also, I'd watch that any day over this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'll give it the one. I, I, I'll tell you what. I'll give this movie a one for. I'll give it a one because I did find Big Pun to be pretty funny, even though I could barely understand what he was saying. I still laughed at what he was saying. Um, he wouldn't thought, open his mouth when he was talking. <laughs> he barely, yeah, he, he barely opened his mouth. He he like mumbled his lines, like every single one of them. You know, R.I.P. You know, no disrespect, but you, you, yeah, was wasn't the wasn't your finest performance. You know, I think you had a better one in you. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. But I would give this movie a little little bit of props for that, and and for the sound design and the soundtrack. Um. I mean, I don't know. I've seen so much garbage. Like my standards for like hardcore gangster Z grade pictures are pretty low. Like I've seen hip hop locos, which you want to talk about unwatchable. Like that's like like that movie makes this movie look like bones. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I'll say about hip hop locos. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at a one. I'll, I'll be generous to the urban menace. Yeah, I'm just going to give it a half. <laughs> I'm yeah, giving fine. it a half as well. <laughs> that's fine. You can give it a half. That's cool. Man, this is not one I would be generous about. No. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. I, I still, you know, I, I will I will definitely say that I don't recommend. I mean, to me, no. one isn't really that generous anyway. It's just when I when I compare it to the half star movies in my mind, I think I would. This one does kind of tip the scale just a little bit for me, just a tad. So, okay. hmm. interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. Do either of you have anything more you want to say about Urban Menace? No. 
How about I... fuck you, Tristan, for choosing this movie? <laughs> it was interesting to watch. I'll give it that. I mean, yeah. For this podcast, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess uh, I guess that concludes our Snoop Dogg special. Unfortunately, it had to end on a whimper rather than a bang. <laughs> but we did learn about val- we did learn valuable lessons from Snoop Dogg in the meantime. And uh, yeah, what what more can what more can we ask for? So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do, do either of you have anything else you'd like to say or mm, no? I don't think so. Oh, oh, oh just yeah. just the one character, that Ooh. fucking dude with the ponytail, <laughs> the <laughs> ponytail and like the the eyebrows that were tattooed on his, like he had one that was like straight up tattooed, like he, he was like raising an eyebrow and one was like covering his eyelid and I was like that guy's fucking interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Right? <laughs> Who the fuck was that? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's. Yeah. yeah that's my final future. thought <laughs> yeah that's your final thought the guy with the ponytail was interesting <laughs> yeah mm. all right well <clears throat> i guess that's it so uh until next time oh do we want to talk about what we what we're thinking about doing next time or or should we save that you can talk about it yeah. oh okay yeah okay so uh yeah so we're going to be doing a, a top films of the of the year list probably pretty soon um you know and uh either top five or top ten i I, we'll see i guess if if we can decide on uh if we can even come up with 10 (laughs) individually because i might be able to i don't know but uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna we'll do a top a top movies list of 2021 so yeah i might have to do some catching up Mm-hmm. yeah i guess you could also maybe if there were movies that came out last year that you saw recently maybe or something i don't know you could throw those we can i'm gonna, we can I'm gonna at least put a series in yeah yeah cool all right all right excellent well i guess yeah have a good night everybody and uh yeah peace yeah have a good one see ya.